presenting this week's story, Rescue in High Places, Part 2. Haman, Prime Minister of the Persian Empire, lay awake plotting murder. King Ahasuerus lay awake but plotting no murder. He ordered his attendant, Read me the official record of events in the Persian Empire since I have been king. The king heard for the first time of a plot by two of his guards to kill him. Mordecai, a palace worker, had reported it. The king asked, What was done to reward Mordecai? Nothing. The next morning the king inquired, Is anyone waiting to see me? Yes, Prime Minister Haman has arrived. Bring him in. Haman tried to walk with dignity, but his mind was twitching. I need the king's approval to hang Mordecai. I've prepared the gallows for his death. How can I wait until March 7th, 474 BC, the official day for killing Jews in the Persian Empire? That was my plan, which I tricked the king into accepting. But I cannot endure another day of walking by this lowlife who refuses to bow to me or acknowledge my superiority. King Ahasuerus greeted Haman. Haman, how do you think I should honor a man who greatly pleases me? Haman thought, hmm, the king must be thinking of me. I know how I would like to be honored. He said to the king, have one of your most noble princes dress this man in one of your royal robes and place him on your personal horse with the king's royal emblem on the horse's head. Command the prince to lead the man through the city and shout, this is what happens to people whom the king honors. I like your idea, Haman. Hurry, do for Mordecai exactly what you have suggested. He is sitting at the palace gate. Haman followed the king's orders and then hurried home, depressed and humiliated. His wife advised him, you better not ask the king to hang Mordecai. If you do, it will be you who dies. Later in the day, Haman went to the banquet to which the king's wife Esther had invited him and King Ahasuerus. There the king asked, Queen Esther, you told me that you have a request. What is it? I will give it to you, even if it is asking for half of my kingdom. Your Majesty, my request is that my life and the lives of my people would be spared. Of what are you speaking? My people are to be slaughtered. Who would cause this dreadful tragedy? Who would touch you? Your Majesty, Haman is the man. The king strode from the room into the palace garden. Haman, in terror, went to Esther. He fell upon the couch where she was. As he did so, the king returned. He blazed. Have you no shame, Haman? Will you attack the queen here in my palace before my eyes? Instantly, the king's attendants covered Haman's face. His end would be soon. One servant said, Haman has built a gallows for Mordecai, the man who saved you from assassination. King Ahasuerus commanded, hang Haman on his gallows. At the king's order, Haman's estate was given to Queen Esther. She told the king that Mordecai was her cousin. His people, her people, were Jews. By the king's decree, they were to be killed. On her knees before the king and with tears, Esther requested, Oh, king, can Haman's plot to kill my people be reversed? Queen Esther, whatever is written as a law in my name cannot be canceled. If you and Mordecai can find a way to write a law that will help save your people, then do so. Seal it with my signet ring and send instructions to your people throughout the kingdom. In the king's name, Mordecai wrote a new decree. 
It was sent to Jews, princes, governors, and local officials throughout the vast empire of 127 provinces. Jews were given the right to plan a military defense. When the Jews received the news, their joy was great. They had festivals. Upon March 7th, they defeated their enemies. This is Barbara Steiner with the conclusion of the story of Esther from the Bible. Please check out thisweekstory.com.